TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kurt Heelan, the lead NBA guru at NBCSports.com, is with us. I think he's got a title like Managing Super Editor or something. Is that right, Mr. Heelan? I, I don't know. I, I changed it around a couple times. I had blogger in chief back a while ago. That was always a good one. But I've moved, I don't know. The job, I don't know. I think it's managing editor now. I lose track. The big, the, the big honcho. That's who he is, yeah. Kurt Heelan on the show. That. that would be it, yeah. Let, let, me, let me give you a theory that I have, and you, you, you tell me why you agree or disagree. I, um, as I'm sure you know, Three teams have, have come out of the West in the last 24 seasons, and parity is not exactly what has defined the NBA over its over its history. But if you think that the the Suns are not a sure thing because Kevin Durant is hurt often and is hurt now, outside of the Suns, to me, Kurt, it feels like the West is as open as I can ever remember it. And that, that at least for me, was hammered home yesterday by the bizarro reality of the Warriors on the road. Do you have a sense outside of Phoenix of like feeling really good about a team or two? being head and shoulders above everybody else? I don't think that there's anybody running away this year in the West. And I don't even think Phoenix is in there, especially with Durant out, just because they're missing time to build chemistry. I've got questions about their defense and how how everything's going to come together under pressure. And they're not, you know, hey, big, they looked really good beating up Dallas's defense. But you and I could get Dallas's defense. Um, I... I think we're all still sleeping on the fact that Denver is going to be really good. Like they, they're still, they've been the best team in the regular season. And yeah, Jokic isn't a great rim protector and maybe he can get exposed a little defensively in the playoffs. But I think that that's just Jamal Murray and everything. I just, if he's healthy and back, I think, I guess I'm picking them. I just, I think that they've been the, not only the best in the regular season, they should be good in the playoffs. We just, we haven't seen it from them yet. I'm with Kurt Hill here on the show. I, Kings fans get very frustrated when they feel like they're not being respected. I get it, and I love watching them play, but they don't play defense, Kurt. I just, right, like, I just can I just dismiss it, and you can disagree. You can't take the Kings seriously as a contender until they learn to play defense, can you? No, no, not at all. By the way, I thought Mike Brown did a great job last night. National TV, everybody's high off the win, and he comes in and rips his team's defense and their effort and just – hey, we're not getting too high. That's not good enough in the playoffs, which is exactly what he should do as a coach. Um, he's, you know, had a, he might win coach of the year. He might, I, think he's the, I think he's the betting favorite now. He's certainly going to get a lot of votes. But they don't defend, and you just don't go anywhere that way. You just, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yep. I mean, I, they might win a round right now, but that's the other thing, Bill, that's fun about the West is who are the guys going in we thought, well, man, Durant would scare me. Um, you know, going in, obviously, LeBron James and Anthony Davis or Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and then the Warriors are defending champions. They're all at the bottom of the bracket. Like, it's for it, – the guys that you're worried about are all 
four and lower in, in the in the bracket. And it's like, do they really come through this time, or is it is it Denver's year? I'm going to ask you a question, Kurt, that I texted four different people around the NBA yesterday of varying degrees of, of power in their respective organizations, and every one of them gave me, I don't know, as an answer, basically, some version of, I don't know. What in the world is going on with Golden State on the road? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't either. I, I, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I think part of it is simply um, they're not as good defensively this year at all. Um, and Andrew Wiggins being out hurts that. But they counted on Otto Porter and Gary Payton the second last year. And Gary Payton the second, you know, they got back, but he's banged up, and Wiggins has been out. So they're just their point of attack defense is is unimpressive. Um, and Troy Thompson isn't the same guy defensively. He's knocking down shots. He's starting to do a lot of stuff, but he's not the same guy defensively. So they're not getting good stops. They're not, they don't have classic rim protector back there. Um, so I think that's a large part of it, but it's also in their head right. I mean, that was just a bad performance last night. They were, they were awful. I mean, it was, and I know that Memphis has a history and last year. There's a pretty big sample size where they play well, well without jaw. They're also he's not the only guy who's who's hurt right now. I mean, and that's another question mark. If Morant comes back and plays and plays consistently, and I suppose he probably will, but he's out for for more games. It's very unclear. How, I mean, this is a Memphis team that plays offense and defense, right? They are balanced. Do you buy the Grizzlies a team that that could break through? No, and I'll tell you what what they really miss right now. They. For all the talk about the John Morant situation, they're eight and eleven since Stephen Adams went out. They miss Stephen Adams, and he is out. They just announced this week he's out another month. He had stem cells shot into his knee, which isn't healing right. They're not the same team without him. And what was going to maybe get them through was Brandon Clark, but now he's out with the the torn Achilles. So, you know, Xavier Tillman is your starting center. There, that's not going to get it done in the postseason. even with John Morant back. So I'm I'm not sold on them. I think just the chaos around this young team and not having their bigs, I'm 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 down on them as a playoff team. Kurt Healing from Embassy Sports, we're on the same page. The West is is ridiculously wide open, which will be fun come April fifteenth. It'll be fun to watch. Do you think there are teams that are legitimate contenders to come out of the East outside of Milwaukee and Boston? I think Philly's got a puncher's chance. I think they, they are – Joel Embiid will be very good if he can – again, he has so many fluke playoff injuries. But if he can stay healthy, um, yeah, they've got – look, the James Harden has – James Harden and Doc Rivers should make you nervous in the playoffs. But I, I think that this team has a puncher's chance. I think the schedule – I think things are breaking the Bucks way right now. Not the schedule, but the, the playoff seedings. If they're the one seed, the way things would shake out right now, Bill, assuming you know how the play, the play-in follows form, if I'm Boston, I get Miami in the first round. <laughs> Not that you know a, a winnable series, but you know they're going to be physical. You know they're going to be well coached. They got Bam. They got Jimmy. Um, then I'm going to get Philadelphia in the second round, and I've got to get past Joel Embiid. And I think Philadelphia matches up better with. Um, Milwaukee than they do Boston. So let's say Boston gets through that. Now I've been through two grind 
long grinding series, then I get the Bucks. I, I think the things are shaking out for the Bucks. I think that they're going to be on the right side of the bracket. They're playing great basketball. Obviously, they've got good, great defense and coaching and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I, but I just think things seem to be lining up for them a little bit. I'm talking to Kurt Heelan here on the show. Kurt, I'm going to ask you about the MVP and the subcontext of this, obviously, at least, I, I think, the incredibly stupid conversation about um, the motiv- supposed motivations of voters like you and I and other people surrounding Nikola Jokic the last few years. So you take this whatever direction you want, but the audience is aware of it because we've talked about it. Is there any way that you th- could see yourself voting for anyone other than Nikola Jokic at this stage for, for MVP? Um, yeah, I, I am weary of the conversation about the conversation for, for MVP. Um, yeah, I think I don't. I, I think it's a lot closer for um, Embiid in particular, and maybe Giannis than for other people. I, I actually could see myself voting for Joel Embiid, and it's it's probably Jokic, but I don't think it's as runaway as. You know, maybe it seemed in the recent straw. I don't know how recent it was, but the straw poll that came out back around the All Star break and all that. I don't. To me, it's not that runaway. I could see myself maybe voting for Embiid, um, and maybe Giannis. I, I, you know, we'll see when we do. I kind of dive into it at the end of the year, but right. It's not. Um, I don't think it's crazy to think I would vote for someone else, but I. I mean, I remember talking to. I don't know. If I, I might have said it to you. I certainly said it to others before the season. I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know if the only way Jokic is going to win a third term is if he kind of laps the field and they finish as the one seed and he averages something like a triple-double. And Well, Bill, uh, they're going to be the one seed by a mile in the West, and he's just about averaging a triple-double. It's amazing. I mean, and I'm with you because last year I voted – I went Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, and the minute I voted, and Tom can – because I talked, I, the minute I, and I, I just was tormented, and I, I'm sure I did what you did. I called a billion people, and the minute I voted, I was like, I probably should have voted for Giannis. And I don't know if that's right, but that's how close it was for me. Like the minute I pushed push submit on the electronic form. And, and this year, I feel a lot better about it being Jokic right now. I don't know who I would vote for, too. I really, because if the Bucks win the East, I don't, for me, and I just feel, and MB gets a raw deal every year, but I don't think it's because of the voters. I just think it's because he's at a time where there's two other guys who are playing Kurt Heelan at a crazy high level while he is too. Yeah, I think it's the three of them, by the way. I think it, I think Tatum and Doncic and whoever else might get votes for the bottom of the ballot. It's, you know, whatever order you put them in at four or five. I think it's those three, one, two, three. And, think, and last year was brutal. Last year I felt it was really I, – I, probably switched it around five times in the three weeks before I, I, I hit submit. Um, this year, I'm with you, I think Jokic is – I'm going to have to – I'm going to say this. Somebody's going to have to prove to me that they should be better than Jokic. And maybe maybe that's a beat. They do play one more time, um, I think, in Denver. Uh, and Jokic, like last time – I should say, Embiid, last time those two met, Embiid just dominated him. Maybe Embiid does that again, and Philly climbs up and – gets past Boston to the two seed and maybe maybe I vote for him but it, it somebody's going to have to I don't know I'm leaning Jokic let's put it that way um I'm so over talking about Kyrie Irving and listening to Kyrie Irving on Twitch and just generally whatever but I I am even when Luka is healthy I'm just I'm a Kyrie Irving skeptic 
and I saw the game where they scored 82 points between them, and I right like I saw the game against the Suns. I just I don't buy it, man. I just don't. Are, are you more optimistic if Luca can stay healthy? If he's healthy and he's healthy for the entire postseason, are you more optimistic than I am about the Mavs' chances now that Kyrie is in Dallas? Chances to win a round? Yeah. Uh, chances <laughs> to win more than one round? No. I just I they don't defend. They're absolutely awful defensively. By the way, I am rooting, and, it, and statistically, it's just not going to happen now. I really wanted. Um, Dallas, Sacramento in the first round, so that nobody played any defense, and it was like 150, 151 games every night. Um, but it looks like we're not going to get that. Um, I, I just they again, they are absolutely awful defensively, and Luca and Kyrie can cover up only so much. So, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they are a deep playoff threat this year, and then. You know, maybe they can be down the line once that they retool the roster around those guys. But they got to re-sign Kyrie this summer, man, and, and that in and of itself will be entertaining. Yeah, I'm not. Let's say that they decide. Let's say that Kyrie they. Let's say that Kyrie decides he just doesn't want to be in Dallas. Which who knows? What's the market for him? Do you think where you don't have to give up a bunch of assets? You just have to pay him. I had this conversation with somebody the other day from the front office. I'm like, well, I think Denver's just a good spot, right? Or Dallas is in a good spot, I should say. Just because if anywhere he wants to go, the teams with cap space this summer are, you know, Houston and outside of James Harden, nobody else is going to consider going there. Um, Orlando, places that Kyrie wasn't going to go. I'm like, but I'm like, so Dallas is in a good spot, you know, because if he wants out, they've still got the sign and trade. They still have some – they're going to have to help him go wherever he wants to go. And he's like, you realize if you sign and, sign and trade for Kyrie this summer, you're hard capped. Like, the Lakers just can't really do it um, unless they throw Anthony Davis in or something to keep the salary. I'm like, it's not that easy to, for him to just land somewhere. I don't think the market for him – the teams that he wants to go to are just not in position to pay him what the max for five years. You know, from the five. I think the question is years. Like he's going to get max, but is it max for three years? I think he ends up re-signing in Dallas, Bill. And I think you and I are having conversations about starting next trade deadline and next summer about where he lands because I think he takes the money. But I, are you, are you betting on that marriage lasting? No, I was actually just thinking about how long before Luca just wants to be somewhere else. When it dawns on him, this is terrible. Yeah, that that, that contract. Look, he's this, he's in year one of the five year max. He is he likes it there. Uh, he has done nothing to encourage this kind of talk. But I will tell you, and you know this too, there are teams watching. There are teams that think he could be not for a couple of years. If they get to the back end of that contract, and that power dynamic shifts a little bit there, and we'll see. I there are a lot of teams who think. Exactly that. They've got their they've got their long term watch on Luca. Kurt Heelan bringing the info, buddy. As always, love uh, talking on the radio. And even though we live close to each other, look forward to seeing you in some other NBA city soon. Uh, you know, I'm really. I think, like all writers, we're all we're all hoping for the Denver Milwaukee um, finals. I think those are the two. I love Denver. Actually, my I'm brother, Denver. my brother lives there and owns a restaurant. So drinks. I have a lot. I have a lot of friends in Phoenix, Honest. so I was I'm like, you know, if, if that works out, then I get to see a lot of friends. So I, I was suddenly good with that trade just for uh, for personal reasons. 
last year's was the best, Boston Warriors, and they had me, the other job had me in studio for most of that, so I was in New York. But this year I'll be on the road, so I really need a, I don't think it's coming, but give me give me a repeat of Boston, uh, Golden State. I'm in. Let's go. I still think Boston's the team to beat. They're just too deep and versatile, even if though things are shaking out for Milwaukee, but uh yeah, the West, again. As we discussed, man. I, no I love Milwaukee, too. I'm from Dubuque, Iowa, so I have a bunch of family in Milwaukee. Like, Milwaukee or Boston, I'm, I'm happy to be there. With all, with all due respect, I don't want to go back to Phoenix and have it be 180 degrees in the summertime like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. It was so hot, man. Yeah, it, uh, yeah well, you can, go, you can take your mind off it by seeing some amazing Diamondbacks baseball. Oh, let's go. I, we can get tickets for 30 cents. Exactly. I went yeah. there a couple of I went there the year they were in the finals. The Cubs happened to be in town. And let's Ooh, just nice. say, lots of Cub fans, not that many Diamondbacks fans. That sounds like a very Diamondbacks kind of story. Kurt Heelan, thank you, buddy. Have a good weekend, pal. You too. Take care. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.